For those of you listening, we are back with another episode of Bingo Choom and K-Pop Tunes. And today, we're talking fourth generation groups. Yeah. So I proposed this idea to Lacey because I noticed that there online has been a lot of talk lately on whether or not fourth generation has ended and fifth generation has started. And there's been a lot of debate. And people have started like going through the trend of choose your favorite fourth gen debut song. And there's a part of me that's like, but has fourth gen ended? Because usually people will be like, it's ended. And then they'll stop talking about it for a while and then they'll bring it up again. And so I'm, <laughs> are you guys just making the rules as we go here? I'm not sure about this. So everyone's like, my favorite fourth gen song. Yeah, so there's a like a tweet circulating that's like, quote, retweet with your favorite fourth gen song. And I was like, hey, that's smart. So today we are choosing our favorite fourth gen songs, but we're also going to discuss, because we've been K-pop fans for forever, if fourth generation is really over, we think it's over, that sort of thing. on this too she has things to say my dad opened the door somebody opened the door <laughs> coco's got things to say she's the the audience okay. is spoken it's like she does all that and, and does not do anything like <laughs> someone is it's at the door it's small dog i gotta figure it out i gotta figure it out. i gotta make noise about this everybody's gonna know when i come in she does the same thing and she'd be trotting down the hall like she really better do something like you're Fight. really about. Fight. I don't know what you're about to do. But she doesn't me. do anything. She's just being nosy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such small dog syndrome. She's like, oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> That's Hi. Good. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm leaving. That's all. <laughs> so she's done now. <laughs> yeah, she's quieted. She said her. She said her. She said spiel. her opinion about fourth gen you can <laughs> take it as try you try to figure out what she said <laughs> very strong opinions and you can't argue with her because she does not have a twitter or instagram <laughs> <laughs> so good good luck good luck trying to prove her wrong <laughs> on whatever she just said like <laughs> i'm gonna let her have it i don't know <laughs> um so what do you think do you think fourth generation has ended you know, I can't really, you brought up like, I mean, it wasn't on this recording, but you brought up the year thing and how, how that's like a cutoff. But uh, for me, I kind of feel like what's the climate that we're in right now? Mm -hmm. Like, where do we feel like we're shifting into something different? And when I think about it in that context, I do think there's a shift. Where, I do agree with that, actually. Where I'm just kind of like, okay, I do feel like fourth gen was like ended, I don't know, last year. And like that. end-ish of last year. Yeah. I feel like there was a, a whole new shift of just mm -hmm. groups and not just groups, but like concepts. Concepts, and... genres, mm -hmm. music. Like mm -hmm. for me personally, I there's a part of me that's like, well, there's always kind of been a cutoff. But when I look back at the cutoff, even though it's always kind of been an average of anywhere from seven to 10 years, it's been like an average of those years. It's not really like a set in stone. This is the rules, quote unquote. And like when I looked at some of the groups that I debuted within like the first, second, third generation, a lot of what changed the generation, even though they had lasted for a certain amount of time, is that there was like a shift in music. When, group, when newer groups started debuting, they didn't quite sound the same as some of their previous generation or, like, the older groups that had come before them. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for example, like, Hot, Xinhua, God, 
they don't sound like the second gen, like SNSD, Big Bang, Shiny, nah. Wonder Girls. Totally like there, there was a shift. And then even into third generation when it became BTS and EXO, Twice, Red Velvet, Seventeen. Um, I think that's a good majority. Monster X. Like there was a clear shift in the music style. And then into fourth generation with like Stray Kids and Atees, groups like that. That's really when the noise music picked up for sure. Like there was a shift. And personally, I think I agree with you. I kind of do think it's ended because I've noticed like especially with groups like New Jeans, Triple S, mm-hmm. Boy Next Door, for example, there's been a clear line that kind of separates their music style and their concepts that they're going for from a lot of their fourth gen seniors and there are some groups too that are kind of on the cusp like La Seraphim for example they kind of debuted mid last year and they've got some fourth gen feel to them but I feel like it could be argued that they might be fifth generation but I think the real shift happened with like New Jeans's debut personally like, that's when I really started to hear. I, I actually think it was, like, La Seraphim. You do? Yeah. I've I seen it. Was I've where, seen it divided. I think where I was, like, it was a whisper. And then a new gene just, like, this is different. Like, yeah. See, but their concepts are different enough that I feel like La Seraphim is, like, that. I think they're, like, I think a good way to explain it is I feel like they're the turning point maybe is how I kind of feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I definitely noticed the shift more with new jeans but the seraphim I could see how they could be the turning point because they've got a fourth gen feel to them conceptually and musically like some of their music is a mix of like what new jeans is putting out for example mm-hmm. like that y2k kind of sound I think the seraphim just made a shift I think in terms of girl group talent mm-hmm. in terms of I, I think when I when I think of a seraphim when they when I first heard about them I was like oh they can like dance yeah and the music was really great but I was like I haven't seen they had a stage presence yeah about them. like I haven't really seen that at least with like girl groups in a minute where I'm like oh this is more than just a cute face yeah because it is what it is that's usually that was at least that was like the case majority of the time when we're you know listening to K-pop. Yeah, no, it was like you... pretty face and amazing voice. Like the <laughs> and the dance was just cute. Yeah, it was just a cute dance. It wasn't like and then as you, dancers and then as you see them grow, you could see like certain skills develop. But mm-hmm. I felt like La Seraphim. I do agree in the fact that I think La Seraphim kind of came out the door really strong in the fact that they were well developed enough as trainees. Mm-hmm. It's clear I put a lot of effort into making sure they could sing, they could mm-hmm. dance, like that they were well rounded in the art of being an idol. Yeah. Because I do think there is a clear like distinction between them versus other groups with that like they they just had a presence overall not just with like their concept but Mm -hmm. like their stage presence how they presented themselves the fact like you said they could dance like they just they're very well rounded it makes me think about like (laughs) i don't know like conceptually or just like when you think about not looking at year where do you think it really like third gen stopped or fourth gen stopped and I that's what I was thinking about when I was looking at literally everybody and their mama <laughs> on generation four list yeah I, I mean it's kind of crazy because I was like ooh, Luna like I really enjoyed Luna disbanded and I kept going it was just, like some other know. groups too and like girls generation like wow that was considered fourth gen like girls generation was that was 2018 no that was it says 2018 for what are you looking at girls generation o g g as a subunit oh i'm just saying like in 2018 like yeah even ats where i'm like wow that's y'all are in there yeah his own i do think 2018 is a good point to say when third gen shifted over to fourth gen i don't like it's really weird 
when they say like this is when it stopped because I don't know that there's ever a specific point that it stops like you notice the shift Hmm. and I would say 2018 like I would argue that 2018 was a good year in which I noticed a shift because that's when like I agree monster x had debuted right out the door in 2015 with noise music but you they were like one of the only groups in 2015 that really did noise music but then when fourth gen really started to develop and debut like a lot of the groups like at stray kids just off the top of my head they're Mm -hmm. two groups that are really known for noise music i was gonna say nct but i don't know did nct fall under i don't think so so, because I, I put it, I would have put them on the list. I know, but I, like that—that's the thing. Like that's where you notice things were shifting. So yeah, now I gotta look it up. Uh, From 2016. So, okay, so I think that was when that was like in of a generation. See, and but that's the then, thing. Like I think that's when the shift started happening. Exactly. Like, mm. 2015, 2016, 2017. That's when the shift. Like that was the transitional period. Is a good way to put it. And then maybe 2018 is when people really noticed, like, this mm-hmm. is the stark contrast between the generations. But I don't think there's ever, like, a point where it's like, this is when it stops. Like, it's so hard to put a name on that. Because, like, I would say, yes, I think fourth gen is ending and it's shifting into fifth gen. And I could argue that it's been happening. But I don't think it's, like, I think it's just starting to happen, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I, I think maybe like La Seraphim mid last year is when we really started to notice like a difference in the groups. And so mm-hmm. I would say we're like more in the transitional period of the generations, not really in the it's over phase. <laughs> like I can't even, I don't know why I feel this way, but I can't even picture ATs being fourth gen. And I don't know. Really? Maybe it's because I felt like I knew them longer. <laughs> I just felt like I knew you guys for forever. forever. <laughs> but I don't know. I think Dude, that's how I feel about Stray Kids. For some reason, it boggles my mind that Stray Kids is a fourth generation group. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they had like their survival show and they're from JYP. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I knew them before they actually debuted. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, if ATs is like, this is their fourth gen for real. Well, I have so many songs to say. They are. That's like they they earned one of the titles of fourth gen leaders. Like they're mm. everybody knows them as a fourth gen group. Well, would you like to go first? Sure. So I guess our answer is like yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I would say our answer is a tentative yes, though. I don't think either of us feel that it's completely over. But we're noticing a shift. So I would no, say transitional period. For me, it's on, it's only deep when I have to think about adding things to a playlist. And I'm like, man, I really want this vibe. Well, obviously, <laughs> I got to section it out by generations yeah. to be able to find it. And that goes with all music. Like, you know, in America, it's like, oh, you got the 90s and the thousand, 2000s and so on. Like so many different. But those are huge gaps. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's just kind of, like, I get it. I do get it. Um, no, do some I get- of you guys feel old knowing <laughs> that uh, there's a generation shift? Like, are you guys, are you, are you feeling the shift within yourselves? <laughs> Where All I you know. went, wow, these members are, are they getting younger and younger by the year? Did you have that moment? Because I feel like we all have that moment at one point of our in our life. And it and it's not necessarily they're getting younger. Maybe it's just that we're getting older. And that's what happens. I think it's the we're getting older part. But so like I, did you guys have that moment and then you're like, some of y'all, not all y'all. You're like, oh, I was making fun of people when I said that they were old, but now look at me. Do you have that? I think that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> but um it's not that deep to me. No, same. I just, I'm here for the music. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to see people like so like, because cause a lot of what it is with the generations is people want to claim the titles and the achievements. 
um so like second generation was shiny big bang girls generation oh. see like, that's just crazy when you think of, of it that, that way they, all of the things they achieved though and then even fourth generation there's been a lot of achievements by groups within the fourth generation and then third generation bts like that's so interesting to me when you think of it that way I think that's a lot of what the generations stem from those people. Not only is there a shift in music, but people are also wanting to like claim, quote, the titles for the achievements that happen. I think that I would want to do that other. I mean, like Big Bang and 21 and Girl Generation, all that. Y'all don't count. I don't. We already know who was on top for that generation. Well, like that generation, too, was the Hallyu wave. So like that makes so many winners. So many winners. (laughs) But when it comes to like, you know, obviously BTS, like that generation, that's where I'm like, ooh, what would I consider? Hmm. Third gen. Third gen. Obviously BTS. Like, yeah. I would say EXO too. Cause that for EXO, that's when I felt a shift in SM's music Mm -hmm. personally, the debut of EXO. And the debut of EXO is when I really noticed, like, the fan. Yeah, those, the are, fan those two girl. are, like, very obvious to me. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do another episode. Because I'm, we <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more interested in, like... The deep dive of... That and what everyone else would think or consider. What do you think are the top four of... Or top five of, like, this generation? Obviously, the first two. They're going to be up there. <laughs> but who else? Like, who else do you think of in terms of that generation and that, that is cool i think it is really cool to think of it that way where mm-hmm. the at least so far so far with this new the newest generation like obviously new jeans like the girl groups are i was crazy. yeah the girl groups are going crazy because i would even say 50 50 their billboard charting mm-hmm. like like xg just... like mm-hmm. i'm that's a lot of there's so much talent in just the girl groups alone I've been very impressed yeah like, like incredibly yeah impressed. like no I've there have been a lot of girl groups that I'm actually like like hmm. dang y'all are yeah. like bro no words <laughs> no words the impact is wild and the talent is crazier so I agree Okay, well, we'll get into it. So the second half of this is just going through our list of our favorite fourth generation debuts. Lacey and I cut it off at 2023, the start of the end of 2022, because there were some groups, as we mentioned, that we were kind of feeling questionable about. So we really cut it off at like 2022, 2023. Yeah, I didn't even try looking at 22. Yeah, I. that's that's where I was like, Oh, it's too many now. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was starting to question too, because some of the, like La Seraphim, for example, I was like, but other people are arguing that they are, so should I? So we cut it off and we did everything like 2021 and prior. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier. It was just easier to give it a clear line and narrow things down. So yeah, these are the groups that we think that are our favorite solo or not solo fourth generation debuts i based my criteria both on the music video itself and the song how much did i like the song how much of an impression did it make and Ooh, girl i didn't need deeper video. dive than that and the music video you did a deeper dive than that <laughs> yeah i did like overall that's fair but did you I did, like, like an overall of- like impression of not just like myself but how i feel when I'm looking at my list, I'm like, it was like the what I was saying earlier. Oh, uh, you know, like the second generation, like who are the people that are groups that you think of in terms of that? Other than obviously like, I like them. I like mm-hmm. the song. Because if it were up to me, it'd be very biased. Like it, I, 80s, Super M, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like biased because I'm not even thinking about. I'm See, thinking about you, more than just the... You could have put that on there. Because I didn't... I based it off of my personal criteria. Like, who did I like of the fourth generation debuts? Which ones left an impression on me? I mean, that's who the, who's there. Okay. This Except for sh- one. I can add one. I don't have a problem adding one. That last <laughs> one is going to be very obvious. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, not only myself, but just how I felt. Just seeing them grow from what mm-hmm. little I've seen. I'm like, okay, like... 
makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. In that dingo video, I don't know. The videos helped a lot. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Impressed. <laughs> I was already impressed, but. I'm even more impressed now. Something about you getting an ASMR mic and really showing your talent that just. We all <laughs> need to hear that. <laughs> so. I. I just kind of did it as, I almost called Kamiya and be like, who do you think? <laughs> it wasn't that deep. It was supposed to be a fun, who do you think? Who was your favorite? It was fun. I didn't say it wasn't. Okay. I just, just ended saying, up doing It wasn't supposed more. to be a general population, who do you think? It was supposed to be a, who was your turn favorite? Turn into me. And then I looked and I was like, okay. And then I expanded and I was like, Okay. <laughs> was like enhance (laughs) (laughs) in the movies like enhance okay you picked your faves or what you think your faves okay get get there okay here's some videos okay let's look at the climate you did all right let's look at these fans didn't need to it was just for you it was your personal opinion and now i feel like i know a little bit more and then dingo was like here's some videos of some of those groups and i was like "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a JYP judge or somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> I put this group together. Yeah, I see it. You're on. <laughs> but okay, as long as you're satisfied, you didn't need to go that deep though. But as long as you're satisfied and you actually like the ones that you chose, I do. Okay, well, <laughs> these are in no particular order, but I can say that the, my first two on my list came to mind like immediately without question without any doubts in my mind the first one is one us is valkyrie Mm -hmm. i have said it multiple times across many of our podcast episodes but one us had the perfect mix of like old gen k-pop flair when i listened to valkyrie there was just something about it and being the perfect mix, even just visually and musically, that it just gave me like second gen K-pop vibes. And I was like, wow, they came out the door really strong. They know how to dance. They know how to do all like these cool stunts. And then they were just styled in Valkyrie. They were just styled in a very like old gen K-pop way. So it was very like reminiscent watching them. But I don't know. I just really, that song is catchy. It's always in my head. Well, not always, but like it's easy to get in my head. And it just, it left a very strong impression on me when they came out with it. So that was my top choice. And that was one that I didn't even have to think about. I think that was one of the stronger debuts of fourth generation. Okay. Mine was in hyphen. And you said that one's fair. Yeah. They were almost on my list, but I have another song that actually made me a fan of them and so Mm -hmm. I was like I don't think this is for me like this isn't my choice so another thing I noticed is that or I just want to preface is that obviously you guys know I'm not really into a lot of the songs that we go over with a lot of these groups where I'm just like I like the song but I'm not like I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with groups, but it's not the generation. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not like out here looking for some of these groups. After today, it's probably gonna be a different story if I'm being <laughs> honest. So I that's a, that's part of the reason why I was I had to like do a deeper dive. Um because I just can't say, oh, I picked them hyphen because that's what the climate is. I don't really care about a song, but it's not to say I don't like any of their songs. I really enjoyed like bite me I thought drunk days was like interesting um I just feel like they've really evolved as a group Mm -hmm. over the time they've had and they aren't slowing down it's very obviously like they're getting bigger and bigger um between like it's so funny bite me came out like a month ago I really do like I think I do like bite me yeah out of everything y'all made I do have to keep, I'd have to pick. <laughs> They're just, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking too hard. Yeah. I think I'm going to say bite me because that one's like. Drunk Days is still my favorite, which is why. <sighs> Drunk Days is nice as well. Which is why <laughs> and hyphen didn't make it onto the list for me because I really did like Give and Taken as their debut. And I thought it was a really like, going back to what I said for One Us, I thought it was also a really profound 
debut, especially considering they came out of a survival show. This felt like the most cohesive group that I've ever seen come out of a survival Mm. show. And so I was really impressed with Give and Taken. And of course, I'm a sucker, no pun intended, for vampire concepts. It's Um, like they came out with the concept. This is literally, we. this is it. And we're sticking to it. Yeah. Obviously, and they're still here. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's another reason that I'm very fond of them is because they've stuck with that concept for, and they've made it very clear. Like, even when they kind of deviate from it a little, it's not like they get too wild. Like, there's still very subtle hints of, like, hey, we're still vampires, just so you know. Mm -hmm. It's not like other groups where it's like, this is what we are. And then they don't ever go back. And to the foundation. Yep. <laughs> or they've gone so far from the foundation that they also forget what it was that they were. Right. <laughs> no, I get that. But like the reason give and taken for me didn't make the list as much as I like in hyphen is because junk days is the one that really made me a fan of them. I'd liked mm. all their songs. I liked this debut. I liked all their songs up until Drunk Days, but Drunk Days is the music mm. video that literally made me go, what in the F is going on? And like from what that moment, I was just like, I have I have to know what's happening. I have to tune in to everything that they do because I need answers. So that's why it didn't fit for me because that like the other songs, one of the things for me was like the debut songs that I chose it had it for me personally and what narrowed it down is it made so much an impression that it literally made me a fan right then and there Mm. so that was one of the reasons that I chose it as like my favorite fourth gen debut or like what I thought was the strongest fourth gen debut quote very loose terms we're not trying to put anybody down or be mean to anybody girl no because I can come on here and be like AT's killed it that's it (laughs) I'm just saying to the listeners, like, we're not, this is, these are our personal choices. Because, mm-hmm. like, ATs isn't even on Lacey's list. And I could put them on there. I, I could know, just say... but I'm just saying, like, these are personal choices. Uh, but I do like in hyphen, and I do agree with your choice. And, like you said, they're not slowing down at all. They've got a lot of momentum. Mm-hmm. Also, cross your fingers, Ilya and I are trying to get tickets for them. <laughs> they go on sale next week. Oh, they do? Yeah, I'm going to have an aneurysm because... Please don't. They don't don't have any of the tier, anything. There's no information. There's just the date and the time that they go on sale. And I'm I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Good luck. Thanks. Ilya really loves (laughs) them. She loves them. I love them too. I wouldn't... Like, I want to go to this concert. They're a group that I definitely would want to see live. But, mm-hmm. like, she's like, I will sell a kidney to see them. And I'm like, please calm down. I <laughs> I cannot help. I know your face. <laughs> I <laughs> saw I... it on your face. <laughs> Good luck, girl. Prayers are up. Be strong. Vibes. <laughs> what you got to depend on. <laughs> That's what we're depending on. Because, like I said... No information, no pricing, no tier list. It is literally just vibes. It is just vibes, just literally vibes. So good luck. Uh, We're just here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah. It's like like Beyonce. Like, you don't, it doesn't matter. You just got to get a ticket. Yep. (laughs) You're going to get whatever ticket you can get. We're going to just, we're going to go for it. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, Second one on my list was mcnd with ice age mm. i know you know i saw them they almost got on there <laughs> and like i said it just goes back to kind of the fact of they made such a profound impression on me that i ended up becoming a fan right then and there i feel like ice age and maybe i'm kind of biased with this group specifically just because they come from top media and like i've always loved teen top but they had <laughs> you like mentioned Teen Top, and I literally watched th- their thing today. Isn't it good? They're though? crazy. They are crazy. I forgot how. Were well, they not crazy? I forgot how crazy. energetic they, they are. are. I know, and chaotic. And I felt like I felt like I was there. <laughs> I felt like I was there, and I was flipping with them and dancing and everything. Anyway, I get the bias just for that. <laughs> Well, and, like, one of the things I've liked about top media groups, too, not just Teen Top, but 
Uptension, 100%, who the latter two groups haven't had like the greatest run despite everything is the fact that they've always been very like consistent with their music that they put out Mm -hmm. like I feel like looking back at Teen Top one of the reasons that I've liked them so much is I love groups like Monster X that can put out music of different genres so I have something for every mood Mm -hmm. no matter what mood I'm in but there's also a portion of me that likes that bit of consistency where I can go to a group and be like I know what their sound is going to be like I'm in the mood for this sound like I just want to put this on and Teen Top had that and so that was one thing with MCND and them debuting that Mm -hmm. I was excited for it was like a new generation group that's probably going to have the same consistency because top media for some reason is really good with the consistency and I don't know there was just there was like that catch that got me and like I'm obviously I like the more upbeat energetic like aggressive music and, yeah. and this was it <laughs> there was also that catchiness to it the choreography was fun and energetic like they just like were putting out the energy through the screen and it was funny and fun and I was like the song is ridiculous when I first listened to it but then at the end of the song I was like those lyrics were ridiculous but that was so catchy let me listen to it one more time I had a good time yeah like I I was just the vibes we go back to the vibes I was just there for the fun of it all and when I look back on it like I still think the song to an extent is absolutely ridiculous like why are you singing about ice age and come into ice hail like what this doesn't make sense why (laughs) why not why not but it was so fun to listen to and it was loud and i like loud music the choreography was fun and then if it wasn't a cheap like newly debuted group production like you could tell that they put a budget into this and obviously that shifted over the years since we've been fans active like super active fans of k-pop but I don't know. It was just nice to go into this and be like, I don't feel like I'm watching a rookie boy group. I feel like I'm watching a group that's been out for like two years. Mm-hmm. So MCND Ice Age. And even to this day, seeing them grow, they're not super active because teen or top media just has them like on tour constantly forever. Like, are you going to bring them home from Brazil at any point, please? <laughs> um, but at the same time, their music has been consistent since debut. They still have that energy. And so I really do like them. And they just don't have enough comebacks that we can talk about them enough in like our review episodes. Mm-hmm. But I do I do really like MCND. And this was one of the other songs that I like had no question. Like I just put it on the list. I was like, I don't even need to think about it. All right. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. So mine is I've. And I actually have a song in mind. I actually do really like Ive. Well, it was supposed to be be their debuts, not their them as a group. Like, like any song? No, like their debut song. After like, Mm -mm. Eleven was their debut. Oh well, (laughs) I was wrong, but that doesn't mean I didn't like anything else that they put out. (laughs) Um, I I put Ive on there. Because I just felt like they're another group where I feel like I've has always put what's the uh, there's something so fresh about I've, mm-hmm. but it's the same. Are they the same? It's like they're a girl group with a, just a little bit of spice, but it's just the sweetness with it for me. Every time I see anything I've puts out, or just overall, yeah. Um, especially when I think about just other girl groups that are part of this generation mm-hmm. doing a quick scroll I mean they're, they're yeah. the ones that pop out to me yeah like, no and I, I actually agree with that I'll butt in for this one too because I actually did put Ive on my list as well we had two groups that overlapped and Ive's 11 because it was supposed to be their actual debut songs but it's okay because overall as a group I do agree one of the things that I really liked, not just about the song 11, but as I've and them debuting with that song is I think Starship. And we talked about this in like one of our monthly review episodes or one of our like news review episodes because they were getting a little bit of backlash when they re- debuted for being too mature. But like Lacey and I discussed it and I actually think Starship did a really good job at making them appear youthful and appear their age while also giving them just a little bit of like 
that mature. Yeah, I've never really saw side. Saw them. Yeah, no, I thought they were styled as perfectly. mature. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that they were like really fresh, but yeah. not like super young. Yeah, just girls out there having a good time. <laughs> Well, like, in, like, in Eleven, their debut song, like, they, I would say the outfits weren't mature, but they were, like, very stylish, very, like, I don't want to say expensive. What year was that? uh, Would we consider that risque? (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was 2021, December. Oh. They debuted? Mm, No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I had to look at the year again. No. No. The stomachs were just too much, y'all. (laughs) <laughs> guess. <laughs> I guess the whatever whatever are you good I'm obviously American so <laughs> no same apparently <laughs> but like I don't I don't know I really liked their styling and it's like you said they were for especially for a girl group and some of the girl groups that have been debuting they felt very fresh they still felt youthful they Like, I would say the outfits were, like, mature, but I don't mean mature and, like, too old for them. Mm. Everything fit them perfectly, and I thought Starship did a really good job at styling them. And the song that they gave them, I thought it was fun for a debut. Like, Eleven was just energetic and powerful enough for me that I was like, I love this song. But it was also, like, watching the music video, you could tell they were having fun. It was, like, girly pop without the pinks and the fluff and the... (laughs) And, like, the sparkle that people are used to with girl groups that are supposed to present, uh, I guess, a more feminine con- concept. They just seem like, okay, you got girly pop, and you got tomboy, and then you got emo girl. Well, and then you and, have, like, the girl crush. And then you just got, would you think this is girl crush? No. But I do think it's, like, a mix of, like, they just, they're very well-rounded in their concept. Yeah. I just see, like. Like, yeah, this is nice. This is obvious. I, I don't know. Like, they're not out here with, I mean, I don't know what you guys think are, is inappropriate. Because <laughs> there's not here in bikinis. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. They're not out here with the Meg the Stallion body <laughs> shape, whatever outfit on with stockings and that's well that's it. like one of the things too that got me about ive's debut with 11 is one of the outfits in the music video was literally them in suits like pantsuits yeah they oh, had, i guess that was i guess that was yeah they had crop tops on but you know what it's the shoulders and probably it actually the, is the shoulders and probably the versace i think that's what they were wearing was versace Correct what does me. that mean the brand versace what about the brand I'm just saying they were wearing it and some oh. of the outfits just like the Oh, I gold, thought you meant that like details. No. No, I'm talking cuz the whole thing, the whole assignment was their debut song. Who had the strongest debut? Oh, so you're saying because they had Versace on it was like Yeah. Cuz it's like oh, a lot they of They had a budget. It's like they, they had, had they were in like a lot of gold and hot pink and like pretty black dresses and then the pantsuits. I think people just thought it was like too, quote, old for some of the girls who I think like are 18. I think Ga Young and Liso are younger than that. Mm-hmm. But like at the time, people probably thought like designer brands and like what they were wearing was too old for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm just, I think people were complaining. Like, well, I don't think. I know people were complaining that they thought Starship gave them too mature of a concept. (laughs) Well, guess Uh, up what, guys? But I have 197 million views. So many views, (laughs) and they're popping now, and they're never going to, they're not falling off. (laughs) They still got Frizzachi. I'm just saying, that's where I think it's coming from. But I thought it was a really good concept and debut for them and i don't know i thought it was a well-rounded like debut for them personally and i liked it and like my criteria was like i said they came out the door and they left such a strong impression on me that i was such like a fan immediately like i loved 11 when it came out i was like why did this song literally come out the last month of the year this this the, we could have started january with this instead of end 2021 20, with this so <laughs> It was it's okay. Song. It's still here. I know it's still here, and they still perform it. But I, I was so upset. I was like, "Why did you wait until December? You could have just pushed it to January at that point. Start off the year with this song. It would have been great. I would have done it. 
because that just sounds easy. <laughs> to because me. like a lot of the award shows cut off their criteria in like October, which is why we always see majority of the debuts or not debut, like song drops, like the cluster of comebacks in October. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you could have could have just waited at this point and given it a whole year to trend. No, don't put anything out at the end of the year. <laughs> just don't. Just take a break. Take a month vacation, everybody just in K-pop. Start off with a bang. <laughs> Ain't nobody paying attention to y'all in December. <laughs> Everyone's paying attention to themselves. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just a suggestion. I'm not paying attention to K-pop at the end of the year. I'm just like, we're going into a new year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think Ives debut, and even now, I think their impression is long-lasting. Like, I think. I agree. <laughs> I mean, and it's obvious, too, because they've won a bunch of, like, awards and stuff. But I think it's very obvious that the general public, even in Korea, likes them a lot. Deserved. Well, well-deserved. I agree. I like y'all's albums. I like some good albums. Same. I still, I'm still obsessed with After Like. I'm still obsessed. <laughs> I still play it like it just came out. I'm embarrassed, but I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a good song. It's okay. been out for a long time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess. In like, I, in, I can't even in think... internet in internet terms. In internet terms, a... yes. It's been out for a while. My favorite is still Love Dive. Oh, it's good too. I was really good. like I love song. <laughs> I love Eleven and I love Eleven as a debut song obviously because it left such a strong impression but like my personal favorite from Ive is definitely Love Dive. I mm-hmm. thought that I thought that was a like once I realized that they were coming back with Love Dive and then that just left an impression even on the Korean general public I was like man Starship has a banger. Yeah, well they also seem to know what they're doing with the group and that's good, all things considering, and Starship's run of things. So I was like, this is great. This is great. Starship, thumbs up. You guys <laughs> didn't see that, but <laughs> I was giving a thumb up. That's why there is no, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to go into you? I guess I should. Should you go? I think. Oh, that was yours. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'll just do the next overlapping one. Um, so we both. Yeah, I'm at the end of my road, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we both chose G Idol. Um, obviously this was debut song, so it was lots of. I mean, I can speak on the debut if I'm just thinking about the debut. G G Idol is definitely like. Did you like lots of time? It's not my. It's not one of my favorites, but I'm saying like G Idol was definitely a group where I'm like, this is different. Also, it's Idol. I keep saying the name wrong because of the G. <laughs> it's, it's just Idol. It's Idol. Oh my God, Idol! I'm so <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Ah, we both did it. It's okay. It's the end of the day. It's a Friday. It's okay. I think with Lazada was kind of like these vocals are crazy. I mm-hmm. don't think not crazy, but like I've just it's been a minute since I've heard such differentiating vocals. voices in a group, and I think that's one of the reasons. Yeah, in a group. That's one of the reasons that I chose GI or Idol. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna just do it forever. We're sorry. It's not an insult. Uh, <laughs> it's just y'all got a G right there. <laughs> that is one of the reasons that I had chosen Idol too. And like, yeah, they're one of my old girl groups, so a little biased, but I did think that their debut was really strong because this song had the perfect amount of catchiness that it was like stuck in my head well after. And I remember it was also really popular with the general public. Like people liked it, they performed it at award shows as rookies and that's not always heard of but not only that like you said it was very much the distinction in the members and in their voices and the voices and like I when I went into this group I was like this is so crazy that they all visually have something very unique about them that sets them apart but they also vocally have something very unique about them that also sets them apart like it was very interesting to go into a girl group and have there be such like distinct dividing y'all, factors. Yeah, y'all like y'all might disagree when I say this, but I 
Okay. And a good, for me, a good example is like EXO. Like I can tell who is singing. Mm-hmm. I can tell when Chin is singing. I can tell when Baekhyun is like singing. And that's amazing to me. So when, when I hear Idol, I know who is singing. I literally know like exactly who it is. And I can't, I mean, obviously I can believe it because it's a group, but it's so crazy to me that you have so many different vocals and they just work as a group. And they blend together. And even like Soyeon, who is mostly the rapper of the group, even on the B-sides that she sings in, like she she can sing as well. And she has such a distinct mm-hmm. and nice voice. Like it's not one of those instances where it's a rapper that can't sing but they make her sing it's like it almost feels opposite where it's like she can sing and they just decided to make her rap instead it's just a very magical group that somebody listened to all these different voices and they're like this is gonna be gonna one work group. this is gonna work instead together of feeling like um oh this rap this person can rap so well we need to put them in a they just need to put them in a group like any group i don't know how else to describe that like i sometimes I can't explain it. Sometimes, at least when I was like super, super in the K-pop, you knew you could like, oh, this group is like known for this type of rapper because of how they rap and how they sound because you've never heard that before. That's what I felt like kind of stood out when we were listening to things or even like vocalists. Like, mm-hmm. but with them, it's just they're all very unique. I've I mean, they're very talented. This was another group where I think it's funny that uh, Four Minute popped up after their video. Well, they're both from Cube Entertainment. I think that says a lot about the voices they picked. Because Four Minute, I mean, you had a. What is her name from Four Minute? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> the rapper. What is her name? Um... Dawn and who? Oh, Hyuna. Hyuna. Sorry, Lord I thought you were talking Jesus. about. It's not Gaoyun, is it? Was the other rapper? I thought you were talking about the other rapper. No, it's not Gaoyun. But like, Hyuna has Gaoyun? a really distinctive voice. Yeah, she does. No, I was thinking there's Gaoyun, Jiyun, Hyuna. So Hyun? That sounds right. I was scared to get it wrong because I started thinking about Sistar. Oh. Then it just kind of got lost. But... Hyuna, Gaoyun, Jiyun, so Hyun. Google has it at your fingertips. <laughs> you just want to get it right? I do because the last member that I'm missing was my bias. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I know it. Jihyun. <laughs> Got it. Just took a second. It's been a while. It's been a very long while. It made me think of uh, Four Minute and how unique. Like, Well, and that's actually when, G- or when Idol debuted, there was actually a lot of tension between Four Minute fans and Idol fans because... Oh, no. <laughs> Cube is infamously famous for mismanaging their artists, and they have a very bad habit of as soon as they debut a new group, they kind of forget about the rest of their groups, and that's what happened with... That's exactly what happened. Yep. Yeah, so so that's... And I mean, like, at that point, 4Minute was kind of going out already. We saw them kind of trickling out, but, like, there's a lot of tension there was I don't know about anymore, but there was a lot of tension with fans about yeah. yeah. Here's hoping that does not happen. Yeah, because they are a great group. Well, I think if it were to happen, quote, I think Soyeon has enough presence in the K-pop industry, especially as a self-produced rapper and like being the main producer and lyricist of Idol. That I think it could be a case that works in their favor if that were to ever happen, like if Cube decided to just kind of drop the ball on them, I almost feel like Soyeon has enough support around her that mm. she okay. she could take the members and just be like, peace out. I'm gonna go. Oh, well, that's good. That's all I want. Anyway. I don't, like, I feel, I feel like that would happen. I can't say for certain, obviously, but I feel like that would happen. Okay. But I thought that was a really strong debut, obviously. No, and definitely, uh, and like Lacey said, it was just so great to see a girl group debut and have such like distinct distinctions between all of the girls. And they, they didn't come out in this way and this didn't stick to it. Yeah. Um they really they're, they're a group stuck that's with um what do you want to call this? This is so lame. Girl power? I don't fucking know. 
like <laughs> I don't know confidence in being a woman in like how you feel as a woman and or just being yourself like being true to yourself yeah I get from them not like so well, that's different stuff that's become more prominent too in like a lot of their more recent songs since tomboy really there's been like a shift lyrically in like what topics they're talking about in their music but they definitely did come out with like a very strong concept a very self-assured concept and we've seen them actually like grow in their confidence over the years i think love (laughs) y'all watch them on the what is it called reyna what the dingo channel where they just be out there singing oh killing voice watch them on killing voice watching them watching some of these groups on killing voice made me really appreciate like the groups even more and gi an idol idol (laughs) idol was definitely the group where i was like wow i didn't like that song but i have a newfound appreciation for it because (laughs) you sang and no crumbs that's how i felt every time (laughs) every time one member was singing i was like that's crazy like mm-hmm. that came out of your mouth. <laughs> that that was one of my more ma- favorite Killing Voice episodes. Like I have a lot that I really like. For example, EXO really killed theirs recently. And Hi- EXO highlight really good. Highlight I really enjoy, but Idols Killing Voice is definitely one of like my top. I really Idol love Idol will make you go what? <laughs> and it's always funny when they like do the introduction and they're like, hey, and you like hear their actual voices and they start singing. I don't I don't remember their names <laughs> but there was one member who was like I just wasn't expecting your face in that voice you to match is she deep voice deep husky voice I mean her too I mean all of y'all actually just mm. <laughs> no she was like in the beginning she was she had a very like I guess it was her she was like very uppity and bubbly in the introduction. She kind of like bouncing around and her voice was just not bad. Her singing voice just wasn't. It was just different. I was like, wow. <laughs> Everybody's voices was like, that's crazy. A lot of talent in that group. I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I went, if I had your voice, I would never shut up. <laughs> I would never shut up. I'll be singing all the time. So I have one more. Okay. And... I mean, you have one more, too. Yeah, I have one more since we had two that overlapped. Well, I don't know if this is. See, I feel like I'm kind of cheating with this last one because. (laughs) I mean, I would argue that it made an impression when it came out and then SM just didn't do anything else with it. So So mine is Super M with dropping. And ironically enough, I hated the song when it first came out. Because <laughs> I definitely hated it too. The only part that I liked was Mark's rap. And yeah, ironi- ironically, ironically, it's the most played part in the video. <laughs> he went off. But it grew, it obviously grew on me. Super M really did grow on me. I was just being a hater. Like, why was I being a hater? Because everybody was obsessed with it. I mean, that was a shift. I will confidently say Super M dropping was like a whole tonal shift for a merging of different artists under mm-hmm. a company. Like that. I think Super M2 is a really good, like, this is, this is what you could do. Well, <laughs> and like, this is fourth generation. Like, this was the height of just all of the excitement and everything that happened mm-hmm. before COVID really hit. Like this was this was this crazy. Was, this was a crazy <laughs> song. It was everywhere. Like when you would find out who was going to be in Super M. I mean, you it was thought. I can't even come up with the. You would have found out exactly who Beyonce who jay-z cheated on with beyonce like i don't know (laughs) or (laughs) finding out like tupac actually never died like (laughs) that big of an impact of shock or excitement like i i don't know i remember seeing everybody that was gonna be on super m and going what (laughs) what is going on here it was just such a mismatch lineup at the time like you you like 
you were like, SM, this makes no sense. But then looking back on it, it's like, actually, this is perfect. This is like amazing. And this is so great. I'm dropping as annoying as it was and as much as it grew on me. I'm much, a much bigger fan of their B-sides. Like it, they were not a bad mix of members. To put oh together. no when you, look like, at the, when you look at like well like and you thought it when you were looking at the teasers you were like what are you doing sm but then like going into the b-sides of the album like what are you doing putting big entertainment with these people <laughs> <laughs> but especially tapen like like tapen but then if you think about it he's not actually that much older than the, a lot of them. Like the age difference is not that big. Mm-mm. But he's just been in the industry for so long that you were like. And you know what? The world wasn't ready for the B-sides at that time. They just weren't. Because if you did a B-side instead of dropping, man, it would have billions <laughs> of views. I think people just weren't ready in general for the group. Because... They had so many good B-sides that it was like, if they had waited just a little bit to release this group and come out with some of this music. Yeah, and didn't it feel rush? Was it rush? I don't know if it was rush, but it was just like one of those instances where I listened to their music and I'm like, this was ahead of its time. Like, this Mm. felt... Like it was released too too soon. Soon. Too soon. Like the people weren't ready for it. <laughs> the people were not ready. Well, you know what? I've been ready. I'm I'm ready now. Still. <laughs> I am. I, still I play. Wanna, I'm like still play it. I'm like, give me a comeback, but Kai's in the military and we don't know what's happening. I to know. Luke. We don't know what's happening to Lucas. So it's like, dang. We need dang. them. We do. The world needs the them. world needs super M. <laughs> they need to come back. Get Kai out of there. We need Super M. Save the world. Please. They use their elements in there. Oh, that was one thing I did like going back to our conversation of it feels like groups debut with a concept and then they kind of lose the concept later on. Whereas like N hyphen, we were saying, is really good at keeping like the even if it's subtle, you know they're vampires. For me, it was so cool to see like Kai and Bakyun's powers from Exo in there. I was like, holy cow, SM didn't forget about it. I actually remember seeing when people, when they're like releasing like who was going to be in it, Super M, people being like, how is that going to work? Taven doesn't have any powers. Like, what's going to go on here? I remember all that. And I remember people losing. I was one of those people, Taven, he has time. He has time for that. <laughs> And then like Beck, like EXO, like wow, wow. Please figure it out. It's like the money is there. I don't really know. It's not even a matter of figuring it out. It's like put some effort. Well, Kai's in the military. They can't just take him, him out, out of the military. Take him out. <laughs> Have him record there. Have him record there. <laughs> can, you, can you record into your laptop microphone or your cell phone and then yeah, send I know you could do it. it. Send us the USB and we'll fix it. Like, we'll make it sound it. like a studio recording. It could work. <laughs> Y'all got, it could work. I just feel like in this year, it can work. <laughs> <laughs> I wish idols were on the level of Olymp- Olympians in South Korea so they wouldn't have to, it wouldn't be that deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're bringing back. Please, they're saving the world. <laughs> they're saving the world. They're- Their name is Super M. Come on. Oh. <laughs> You got someone in the military. Well, I guess you wouldn't need someone in the military with a superpower. So, yeah. Although Kai, Kai only teleports. He could really do it. He could teleport to the studio and back. But <laughs> okay. I mean, my last one was Super M. Okay. Honorable mention the ATs, but that's just because I'm obsessed with everything else they put out. <laughs> uh, my last group was definitely a little biased but i couldn't narrow it down and it just goes back to the it being biased because it made such an impression on me that i was like i'm a fan right away and it was gravity with break all the rules and where the bias comes is is because there's a little bit of a sentimental value to it having just seen them in concert i remember when they debuted i was furloughed from work COVID was in its height. They'd stopped all of the music show promotions at this time. Like, 
I was just like, how is the how is Starship debuting this group? And how are they going to survive? Like, this is wild to me. Like, I know you can't just stop a debut because of that. But it was just a concept to me that I was like, what what is going to happen to the future of this group? And to see how much they've grown over the years and to see them have like their first world tour, I... I was just like, yeah, I feel I feel like the impact is a little bit slower for some people. Gravity is definitely one of those groups that's a little bit lesser known. But I think if we give them some time, like Monster X, we'll probably see them really blow up because they have such an array of concepts that they do and genres that they do that they've got like the darker gravity and then they've got like the brighter, brighter fun concepts that like girl group stands would like because they're just cute flower boys like they have a nice mix of everything but for me too like literally one second in when the intro started and they started saying turn it up I was like oh this is about to hit I was so <laughs> it was like two in the morning I'd stayed up because I had no concept of time I had no job at that point who had a sleep schedule it was it was the beat drop with the yeah bl- with the red and the flashing light you're like, yes ah, i'm going and then, through a trip and them on that box thing stage you know, the on the like very minimalistic white background i was like this is stylish this is cool and there's another one where when they debuted just watching the music video and like the quality of it like obviously they've done a lot of growing through the years but and like they sound a lot more established now but i just like remember thinking when they debuted that they didn't feel like a newly debuted group. They were also within the little umbrella of groups that I was just like, wow, I feel like I'm watching a group that's been around at least for a year or two, a nice produced music video that has a budget. No, it is nice. <laughs> and like the styling, I was like, dang, they got these fancy outfits. Like they're able to dance on a box that is transitioning to different lights for debut. <laughs> like it looks really good. Yeah. For a debut. They could have just had one I mean they essentially did have one stage, but it didn't look like it. But it yeah, and that's the thing. Like going back to us talking about like SM music videos and then being in the box the SM box. Like this was very like one stage SM box esque, but there were so many differences with certain things that it just felt like engaging and interesting like the scene Mm -hmm. where they had the pink and the flowers in the room and then there was alan with the like red thread team that knows how to make it work yes yeah and then i really liked the dance portion where i think it was either serum or alan at this point i don't know who but the red background behind them where their shadows were dancing like in the back there were just certain like artistic aspects to it that I was like this is really well thought out for a debut group and they were probably limited to because of COVID like who knows what they were able to actually go out and do or how far in advance they filmed this but Mm -hmm. there's just a part of me like looking back at this debut and thinking about how far they've grown I'm just like dang this was a good debut for a fourth generation group so that was my last choice. I'm a little biased with that last one, but I really couldn't cut it from the list. And then when I saw that we had two overlapping groups, I was like, you know what? I'm not cutting it from the list because I stayed up for 2 a.m. I didn't even stay up intentionally for this debut. I was just like, it's 2 a.m. Yeah, it made an impact on you. Yep. And it made an impact. And here we are like three years later. <laughs> three? I think it's three years. Oh. Uh. I think it's been three years. Yes, it is three years. (laughs) It's three years. I had to look at the date for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who are y'all's picks? Yeah. Whose debut did you enjoy? Obviously, there were groups that didn't make the list. And then Lacey gave honorable mention. AC's like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Did you feel like that with any of the groups? Like any group? Where you were like, Whoa. whether it was our group or whether it was your own Literally group, anybody. anybody that didn't make the list. And just going back to the questions that Lacey asked during the transition to where do you think the shift with fourth mm-hmm. fifth generation is at? Like what groups do you think kind of are the line where it's starting to flow into the new generation? Let us know. I'm curious. Curious what people think. I, I also want to hear really what favorite debuts you guys had 
because like, this is it. There was a lot of fourth gen groups that just were really good. <laughs> it was hard. I I had a much longer list, and I could have gone. Like, e- I could have gone even longer, and I was like, no, nope. I know you could have. Nope. I was like, don't watch any more music videos. Don't do anything. Don't look at any other group names. We're stopping here. <laughs> I think it'd be challenging for me for literally any other generations. Any oh, of the previous generations. Definitely. Like if we did second and third gen, I would have the worst. There time would ever. be. It would <laughs> I favorite debut. I would want to do that. I would want to do that. You would? Well, we can we But can we would have to be limited. I don't want to go over four. I want it yeah, to be no. a challenge. I want it to be hard. <laughs> it would have to end at four. We'd have like a five hour long podcast episode. Like I could talk about that all day. <laughs> obviously I'm more I was more into it. Familiar, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, that'd be good. We'll have yeah, to do we, that for another generation. Yeah. Maybe just slowly make our way down the generations. We'll yeah. Do it. We'll go back. Okay. The most recent generation is gonna be easy for me. Yeah. It's just girl groups. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the girl groups right now. Girl groups and boy next door. I can argue that boy next door has left an impression on me. Boy, ne- boy next door. Zico's group. Oh yeah, That's and they are man. I know, but they are getting a lot of traction among like the general public and the K-pop industry. I didn't hate it, but like no, but I mean just like them as people too. Not even like their music. Oh, them mm-hmm. as people. Like the youngest member has already scored an MC position. He's replacing, I believe, is he replacing, did, is it Inkigayo because Yeonjun is coming back? I'm not sure, but he got an MC position. They've so done, interesting how that works. They've done two covers of second gen. Second gen? No. 17 is third generation. They've done two covers of like older K-pop songs, FX and 17s, and like a lot of people do like, more of that. Like if them. You- um, those groups to stand out they're, well they're, the... that's the thing their 17 cover did so well that M Countdown was like hey do you want to come and do a cover on our music show and so that's how they ended up doing the FX one two of the members are fixed radio show hosts already and they debuted <laughs> how many months ago y'all's jobs just started <laughs> and that's the thing so that's why I'm saying they only debuted a month ago a month or yeah month or two yeah this so, is one month one month okay one month that's insane yeah well no so that's trailer so that's trailer why two months ago how y'all i mean that's magical so that's why i'm saying boy next door not even just for my own bias because i like the music and being but zico's group but like they're they're gaining traction they're it's very... that it's that boyfriend-esque concept the boy next door concept they're eating that up you know when it's gone and you haven't had it for a while and then you have it again? I get it. Because uh, it has nothing else to do with this episode. That's it. I was going to say, that's why Jungkook's newest video just really had me by the throat. Because I was like, I haven't seen a concept like this in a, of a man <laughs> thirsting over a woman like this in a long time. But yeah. they're not. Boys that, boy Next Door is not like that. But I'm just saying, when you haven't seen a concept like that in a while. Yeah. No, I get see that. It, and you're like, I love it. Great. <laughs> I've missed it. <laughs> I didn't realize how yep. much I missed it. Yep. Um so. Yep, that's it though for this episode. Let us know what your choices for favorite debuts were and let us know where you think the shift is at. Who do you think falls under fifth generation? And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.